0: And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: Welcome to Inside the Comedian with me, David Reed. Please take a seat. Hello. Hi. Uh, Pippa, thank you for finally coming on the programme. No, that's fine.
2: I know we've tried to organise it several times. We have done.
1: We have done. And this time it hasn't worked out and you're here.
0: Um, Now,
1: if we could go back to the beginning of your life. Yes, uh, yes. Just... Just talking about it. We don't yeah, have to actually go there. Let's not go um, there.
2: It was messy. It, really? The beginning was messy. I came out in 60 seconds. My word. Yes, my mother said, I think I need to push. And then she did, and there I was.
1: Right. And, and how far out did you shoot in 60 seconds?
2: Let's just say I was born uh, in both Ealing and Hanwell.
1: What? Wonderful, wonderful. They really should keep that door closed.
2: It's um, a shame. I, but there's a problem with automatic doors, isn't it? It really is. In the old days, they would just keep shut. But now, with those sensors, they just...
1: Yes. Whoop. It's why they have the rubber buffer in the middle, in case any babies come through.
2: That's, that's right. You know toilets, you have to have two I doors. I do know toilets. I yeah. do know
1: toilets.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the, the two doors and toilets is for that reason. Right, yes, yeah.
1: in case any toilet births.
2: <laughs> <Yes>. Classic <laughs> toilet births. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: It's also a good album. Um, now... I, I read that you were raised in an old abandoned music hall, isn't that right?
2: That's right, I was. I was uh, I was raised in uh, Wilton's Music Hall in East London. Right. Uh, when my mother, she uh, sang old hits such as um, my Under the Bed and uh, Whoops, Is That My Vagina. Um, because, of course, when they first started doing music hall, they had to be subtle. And then the Lord Chamberlain was... Um, Gotten rid of? What's the word? Gotten rid of? Executed. Thank you. And uh, and so so they didn't have to be as subtle with the lyrics. So uh, right. Yeah. Whoops! Is that well, my vagina? Is that my vagina? Because yes.
1: there's ambiguity
2: there. Yes, that's right.
1: <laughs> it might not be a vagina, so we're safe.
2: Well, my mother had two. Right. So. Oh, did she? I, yes. Yeah. She was born which with one two were vaginas.
1: You, were you born out of?
2: I was born out of the left one. The left one. <laughs> Right. Yeah. No, not right, left. Right, sorry.
1: Uh, left, uh, sorry. Are you still left-leaning?
2: Yeah, yes, I am left-handed, yes. yes. Oh, wonderful.
1: And and so what was that like growing up in a music hall? But did did that atmosphere sort of uh, intoxicate you in any way?
2: Oh, gosh, yes. I loved it. I loved it. I loved that people could just come and, and sing. So, you know, they just would be there. And um, singing was just normal. So... I don't know if you've met people that think singing is weird, uh, but I, I... have, yes. Yes. Uh, whereas I was brought up that singing uh, is uh, the way to express yourself. So uh, should you go into a shop rather than saying good morning, you would say, good morning, good morning. And you sing the whole of the good whole morning. Of the and, then, and then the news agent says, please buy something.
1: Uh,
2: and uh, and there's,
1: there's nothing at the counter. It's all over there on the yes, shelves.
2: Yes, it's true. So uh, I was banned from several... Of the newsagents of East London.
1: <laughs> so, so what's the pressure to perform? Growing up in such an environment.
2: Uh, no, my parents were very keen that I didn't perform. Really, uh, they yeah, wanted you to
1: go into another profession.
2: Accountancy uh, or um, IT. They really wanted me to learn computers. <laughs> right. Um, w-
1: were they missing um, a, an, an accountant or or an IT professional in the music hall, or did they want you to just leave?
2: Well, but the. <laughs> Very, it's quite cruel, um, but the uh, the you yeah, know they didn't they didn't have think about music halls. You know, who hands up anyone who's been on a music hall website? No,
1: that's very true. Exactly. That's, no, yeah, just
2: yeah. one, just one. Oh, yeah. Was that a joke? Oh, very funny. Um, uh, yeah. but, but no, so uh, so you know, so they did, they thought well, we need to get into the modern world. This is. The main reason that Music Hall hasn't transferred into the modern world is because I refuse to do IT. Right.
1: And you're an only child.
2: And I'm an only child. So, so uh, my parents introduced me to the um, Microsoft Paperclip uh, at a young age, hoping that I would make friends with Clippy. You were home, um, you were home tutored? I was home tutored mainly by Clippy. By, by Clippy. Um, so this was around 95, of course. Um, younger people won't understand what that means. Um, so in the old days, your computer was... Um, about the same size as your father and um,
1: and, it, uh, and it had a genuine AI on
2: it yes it, did, it really yeah. did uh, and you could put a thing called a CD in it or a floppy disk which now sounds kind of phallic it does it? Doesn't, um, it doesn't like it. a sort of a, a sort and a, of a
1: CD-ROM a CD-ROM a CD-ROM yes. ROM, which sounds I mean, disgusting in many, many ways
2: the, more, the old home computer was more of a brothel than it a was. computer uh, it was in many ways yes, it really was anyway so Clippy and I would spend most of a sort of a Sunday afternoon together mm. uh, he would ask me if I knew what I was with my documents, whether I knew where the uh, margin was. Yeah. Um, and in many ways, I found him, pass- him passive-aggressive, yes. if I'm honest.
1: So the picture you're painting for us is that you, you were reticent to go into IT. Well, I was angry
2: can. about IT. You wanted I, to
1: be a performer. I
2: wanted to be a singer like my mother, but uh, my mother I mean, I think deep down was insecure about my abilities over her abilities. You think um, you're,
1: at eight years old, you're better than me.
2: At eight years old, I was better than my mother. Right, okay. as and as how most are you years. now? And now I am... I mean, my, well, my mother is is dead. So, so um, how
1: how are you at singing compared to her? Compared
2: to my dead mother, I'm very good singer. Right. She can't she can't articulate her words. She doesn't enunciate. Um, she can't remember the lyrics. <laughs> uh, so, so in many ways, I I I'm uh, I'm better.
1: Right, and and that must be a, a great comfort. Um, so, <laughs> so was there a show uh, at, at the music hall or elsewhere uh, that you remember thinking this? This is what I want to spend my life doing.
2: Yes. I was at the church doing a pantomime. Of a church pantomime? Yeah, yeah. so, so my, my parents were into the music hall, and they also were very heavily involved with the local um, church, C of E, but quite serious C of E. You know, what sort is of a place where C
1: of E pantomime?
2: A C of E pantomime What are the it's,
1: traditions in a C of E pantomime? Well,
2: so like buttons,
1: um, he does
2: communion, but he doesn't really believe in it. Um,
1: <laughs> I mean, that, that, that's, that's standard for a pantomime.
2: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> or
1: the communion um, scene.
2: They do the ghost, you know, the ghost, oh, is it behind you well, is it the Holy Ghost? But we're not sure, right. you know. Uh, is I'm not he,
1: sure, it's behind you and everywhere else, exactly.
2: Exactly, <laughs> ruins the game, but um, but at least we all learn something. Um, so so I, I believe it was that pantomime in which I played the Lord Chamberlain, actually, right. interestingly, because the Lord Were you Chamberlain... executed? I was not executed, <laughs> funny. Right, uh, no, but I wore a wig that was like a judge. And it was then I realised... The wig
1: was like a judge or it was like a judge's wig?
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well picked up on. Um, I, it was like a judge's a wig. Right, okay. And so uh, that was when I realised that I wanted to be in a position to be in a sort of 80s tribute band. Um right. So, so that, that's where my senior career began,
1: really. In an 80s tribute band? Yes, a tribute yeah. to a decade of music?
2: I yes, think. yes, because the 80s was the music decade. And how
1: old were you at this time?
2: I was 15.
1: 15. So it was, uh, what, the
2: 90s? It was the 90s when I realized I wanted to be in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: right. And, and so you pursued that, did you? you, yes, you yes, really... yes, 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 yes.
2: So I, I worked in the uh, Butlins and Pontins, you know, in an 80s uh, cover band. We'd sing all the big songs. Um, big song. uh, Karma Chameleon, yes. um, what's the Flash Dance? Yes. Um, Oh, my God, I think I love you. Wait, I don't love you. Wait, I do love you, that one. Um, She's like the wind, my favourite song.
1: She's like the wind. She's
2: like the wind. She's not the wind. wind. She's not the wind, but she's like the wind. She's like the wind. wind. She's often there and slightly annoying.
1: (laughs) Gusty lady.
0: Mm. All (laughs) right.
1: And after that, I, I, believe, I believe I read that after the, after the tribute band, mm. uh, you, 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 you packed your bags uh, and set off for the bright lights of, of, of Birmingham. Yes. Um, uh, to, to, to study your craft, didn't yes. you? You, you? You were hooked.
2: I say. was hooked, and so I went to Birmingham New Street on the, the 1009 from Euston. And uh, those days, it wasn't a virgin train. <laughs> I hadn't been a version for a time then <laughs> uh, but uh, it was uh, whatever, whatever around the trains at that time and I arrived at New it's Street it's the detail I love it um, so I can
1: really picture it
2: and I got to New Street New Street wasn't like it is now so I don't know if you've been to New Street recently there's a John Lewis there's a Foe there's a Five Guys you know all the bollocks yeah. um, but in that time it was just a sort of tin can that had been hollowed out and someone had said let's get rid of the beans um, and uh, I got there and I thought this is where I belong uh, I a
1: hollowed-out tin can with no beans.
2: Yes, because it was a beginning.
1: It was a beginning. You felt the vibe of Birmingham.
2: Yes, because if you go to New Street now, you think, what have I got to offer? There's a John Lewis, there's a Five Guys, there's a foe. I've got nothing to add.
1: Oh, a foe. I thought you said a phone, and I, I don't know Birmingham very well. but I, I thought they had phones before. No, no, they didn't. They didn't. No, no, they?
2: no. When I arrived, they didn't. They had well, I had one phone, one and everyone phone. had to share it. The Birmingham phone. That's right, it was in the town hall. You had to queue up. Right. Uh, it was awkward because during the Christmas market, obviously, it was very popular, and it was very hard to popular. get to it. If you don't know, if you've been to Birmingham's Christmas market, it's one of the biggest in Europe. Uh, really? It's true. Yes. Are they you... are,
1: are they German markets?
2: Well, they're German markets, except run by Brummies. So all of the German is spoken in a Brummy accent. <laughs>
1: One, 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 can you give us a blast? Let's
2: try. Let's see if we can. Guten Tag. talk. We get to I the neighbour all in a glue void. Thank you, I loved it there.
1: So, so you, you, you were learning your craft in Birmingham. But what, 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 what How did you find it? Finally, meeting like-minded people, your own age.
2: I didn't like it. No. Uh, I didn't believe they were like-minded. They just seemed to like the same things as I did. Um, so I felt that they were actually inferior because I could only sort of see myself reflected. It was only after a lot of therapy that I realised that we were exactly the same. Right. But, uh, but at the time, I But that I thought, ship had already sailed. Yeah, yeah, the point. ship had sailed, and unfortunately, I was part of the crew. Um, so I was there with these people thinking, who are you, why are we here together? And then I, I realised um, it was uh, disturbing me to be with people
1: who um also shared be... a talent for performance yes
2: yeah you wanted yes. to be
1: the only one i wanted
2: to be the only one which is why i moved into uh, mechanical engineering right yes
1: you, you could the, those were the two yes originally there,
2: I, but... no, originally i was doing drama but then i thought well this isn't working out so i became a mechanical engineer where i was terrible at uh, engineering but um goodness couldn't i sing uh and, and, well, that's and nice. in the mechanical engineering uh, bar Yes. at Blooming University. Uh, you and know, the everyone would say, but... God, don't let her design a bridge, but do let her sing Bridge Over Troubled Water.
1: <laughs> And finally, you stood out again.
2: Finally! So I would stand there on the biosphere bridge over troubled water and I'd sing um,
1: uh, all, the uh, all the other mechanical bridge. engineering songs. <laughs> all the other
2: mechanical. Under
1: inter- the bridge.
2: Wichita Lineman. Yes. Um, all the songs that referred in some way to some kind of construction. Um, Winchester Cathedral, obviously. Yes. Um, uh, everything and, uh, by MC Hammer. Everything by <laughs> MC Hammer. Uh, and I was a, I was a firm favourite. Yes. And so finally, I was popular again.
1: Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Um, did you discover any strengths or weaknesses you had in the performing arts?
2: Oh yes. Well, my strength was that I could um, connect with absolutely anybody in the audience. When you um, say connect, I mean literally reach out and touch. Right. The thing about working with engineers is they're actually terrified of physical contact. They are. They are. Um, so from the beginning, when I would, if I would just reach out my hand, uh, someone would touch it, as we'll demonstrate now. There you go. See, it's happening now. Um, Slightly held on too long, uh, and uh, <laughs> but that's what exactly what would happen. Thank you sir, for demonstrating that. You are healed. People would uh, touch me, and uh, and it was that is when I uh, realised that I should go into the church.
1: The church. Yes. It's a circuitous route to comedy we're going around here. This is wonderful. Well, so. it,
2: well, because of course there was a lot of parallels between the the uh, preacher and the comedian. Elaborate. Well, so for. Um, so I was an engineer, you were and then I realised exactly I could touch people. Yes. And um, and I realised, well, maybe I should touch them in a sort of in their souls. Um, and so I became a preacher.
1: You became a preacher.
2: Well, I joined the Christian Union. is what I. Right, being. the Christian <laughs> Union yes. of
1: of, of Birmingham University. university yeah. Right. Okay. So I
2: joined the Christian Union, and I said, look, chaps, um, there's only seven of you here, and right. you don't look happy. Right. Uh, I'm not sure how much joy the Lord is bringing you if like He to is bringing. Soul, I'd like to touch your souls. I'd like to touch your souls. Well, because.
1: Because... And they said, our souls are not the touching.
3: <laughs> David! Well,
1: I'm sorry, I just thought of an actual proper joke. That. It's very good. If you'd like to see the next series of Inside the Comedian recorded live, then we have a monthly residency at King's Place Theatre in London. For full details, go to MrDavidReed.com. When did you deviate from mechanical engineering to become a comedian?
2: Well, so, so after my... You are mechan- a
1: comedian, are you? I mean, I've not made a terrible, <laughs> terrible error.
2: No, no, you haven't at all. Comedians have to have things to talk about, so the best comedian... Not my experience.
1: I, <laughs> I just book a show and get someone else to talk.
2: Well, exactly. So <laughs> I, you a comedian. I mean, let's not get into that. Yeah, um not. Could be painful. Uh, not. So I finished my mechanical engineering degree and I moved to London because uh, I wanted to work on the Tower uh, Bridge. Um, because I feel like it goes up and down too many times. Um, right. So I wanted to work on that.
1: Right. <laughs> to, to reduce the number of times it goes up and yes, down.
2: Yes, I think it's uh, excessive. I, um, <laughs> so I was uh, sort of hanging around London Bridge and Tower Bridge, obviously they're obviously, I've so, heard that about um, you.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: stop it. I'm not a Nancy to you. Pygmalion. No, 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 that's not no, right. No, that's what they say.
1: Nancy, <laughs> to your Pygmalion. That's exactly what they say.
2: And, uh, and I was hanging around there. And, uh, and uh, someone said, um, You clearly uh, are you know, making. I was, I was sort of shouting outside the Tower Bridge. Yes. You know, oh, it's going up and down too much. Filth again. My music hall roots coming back. And obviously, Tower Bridge is around the corner from Wilton's music hall where I grew up. Uh, and oh, this so, was
1: your local, this was your map. My lab. local,
2: yeah, exactly, exactly. That's how, why I ended up back there. Yes. Anyway, so I was, I was on Tower Bridge, and uh, I was sort of shouting abuse at the chaps who pressed the buttons to make it go up and down. And so I said, you're quite funny. And I said, am I? And they said, and I, and I, and I said, yes, you are. And so I went and did five minutes. Uh, at the gong show at the comedy store. Right. right. Wow, oh.
1: you did five minutes without being gonged off. If oh, no, don't... sorry.
2: I went to do five minutes. I was <laughs> I gonged see. off after ten seconds. <laughs>
1: right, I see.
2: Because I started speaking and I I went, see, but the posh, just... twat! <laughs> off I went.
1: Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, they, they shout that a lot, don't they? They do.
2: They're very against the posh. And I'm not even that posh. It's just that I have a posh voice. So.
1: Right. It's but, a genetic condition. It's a
2: genetic yeah, I grew up in an old-time music hall. <laughs> and I was hanging around Tower Bridge. So I don't think that's really... Posh, is
1: it? No, it's not that posh. It's not that posh. No, as, as schools go, <laughs> being uh, being homeschooled by a paperclip <laughs> in, <laughs> in an old music hall isn't particularly exactly. privileged. Exactly. But so. What, we finally got to your comedy career. Yes. Um, so your, your instincts then, because I, uh, I, I saw a lot of your shows mm. uh, in the early days, Pippa, and, and your instincts were to do big, grotesque characters yes. um, that would in no way translate to television. That's right. Um, so <laughs> w- w- was that the right decision, do you think? Well,
2: I mean, it depends. The difficulty is that uh, people see television as success. so they really, do. So you have to be okay with not being successful in that way. So but, my but first. But you have to have your own version
1: of success. Is that what you're saying? Well,
2: yeah. Well, so my version. Of, so my first character, Harry the fishmonger. Yes. Uh, he was. We all was, remember Harry. He was such a great character. <laughs> Can we have a and, blast of Harry uh, just to remind people? Want yourself a haddock, do you? Yeah. You'll have to fish for it yourself into me pants. It was a—it was
1: absolutely disgusting.
2: It was amazing. I used to come on—I used to come on stage in a pair of trousers, really huge, and I would go to the local fishmonger at the end of the day and get any haddock that hadn't been sold. And it to be if to I to my, well, if I'm honest, I would take whatever hadn't been sold, so it wasn't actually haddock, which I did lose a star on Chortle for. Um, but um, so I had filled my trousers with um, with haddock slash right. other fish, and the audience would have to put their hands in my trousers and put. Out of fish, and then on the fish would be sellotaped a line, and so the audience member would say the line, and so it was really like an interactive clown show. But right. it was before clown was cool in Edinburgh. So it was when it was just um audience harassment. Yes. Um. So, um often with a
1: sexual bent.
2: Yes, exactly. And I was cl- yeah. so I was closed after nine days, my first fringe, two thousand and five. Um, it was quite sad because also all that fish was wasted. Um, every day. Every so day, be. and the venue really did start to smell more than your average fringe venue. Yeah.
1: So, so, uh, which isn't so much a fishy smell as the smell of sweat and despair
2: yeah exactly and uh, in many ways the fish disguised the smell of despair <laughs> but uh, I, I, felt, I thought Harry had legs when um, we did I mean literally well, he had didn't my have legs, legs. He, he
1: had trousers for God's sake he had
2: trousers and you can't wear trousers if you don't have legs I don't think Is that a thing? I don't know has anyone here not got legs
1: Anyone? anyone know the rules of trousers <laughs> can you wear them if you don't have legs are you technically wearing them god it's a minefield isn't
2: it <laughs> these days you can't say anything without offending someone with no legs no, okay. um, anyway so Harry was I thought Harry was a good character but well, you know short little discreet so, uh, so, so then you I, moved on you tried moved something on. else uh, so then, then I had Susan the lion
1: Susan the lion
2: and, and Susan <laughs> Sorry, we have meant... a blast
1: of Susan can we Susan. hear Susan
2: Oh, you think that I'm scary, but I'm not. I'm just a furry friend.
1: The singing came back. That's <laughs> basically what it was.
2: And um, she was a lion, so I had a big lion's head, um, and that was taxidermy, head. Head. I'd borrowed from the Horniman Museum. You had an That's actual, it's like a taxidermy,
1: a taxidermy. <laughs> <laughs> taxidermy lion's head yes. on your head. Yes. So your 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 head was inside a lion's skull.
2: Yes. So anyway, a um, skull in there. Uh, oh yes, 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 yes. It's skulls. Yeah, so because um, lion skulls are bigger than human skulls, it fits, so it It's a bit it like fits. a crash helmet. Um, so I had that on, and um, it was a bit like a. Um, I suppose um, now it would be called performance art, but then it was just called crisis. Right. Um, and so I had this lion's head on, and, yeah. uh, and I would creep through the audience. And it was just this head and then a swimsuit, um, and I, I put on. I, I put on a waiter after university, so it was quite. Um, I was quite hirsute at conv- the time. Quite
1: a convincing. Line. Um,
2: yes, and I was going to a not shaving my legs phase. Right. Um, you know, which is fine, but again, at the time, wasn't cool. Um, now I'm, I'm very hairy and I'll show you if you want. Right. But, um, but so, so I, I think I was we're sw- all
1: fine. <laughs> I don't like to speak for the group, but I, I think we're fine. So I
2: had a sort of golden swimsuit and then these big thighs, these big undulating thighs, all covered in beautiful golden hair.
3: Right. And
2: Susan and Lion would just prowl around the audience <laughs> for around 25 minutes.
1: 25 minutes? Yeah. I mean, a show is supposed to be 50 minutes to an hour. What, what, what was in the rest of the show? Well,
2: Harry was the first 15. Harry was the first 15. Then there was Susan.
1: Susan, and who, who was the finale? And
2: the, finale <laughs> the finale was Kafka. Um, Kafka? Kafka.
1: Did you play
2: Kafka? Uh, yes, or... as, a, as a fly. Right. So I was a fly, um, but my wings were made out of mirrors. Wow. Right, so, so when I went through the audience, people would see their own faces, and um, we have to be faced by themselves. You know, wow. And, uh, so it was very much... Shall we like... get a blast of Kafka? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Kafka was like um, Oh Here I am And you see me In my own wings Which are your wings And are your own faces Fly my pretties fly.
1: And did you see this more as an ITV project or BBC <laughs> TV?
2: Um, so this was BBC, definitely BBC, BBC two. two. Well, when, when it was when Channel 4 was sort of still trying to do different, you know, different, but edgy rather than, you know, just sure. different. Um, and, so you, and you
1: took that to mean uh, Kafka as a fly with mirrored wings <laughs> rather than just doing stuff. Well, no David, no,
2: David, what you've done there is you've decided that I was doing things to get on television. Oh, well, no, I was
1: trying to ascertain whether that's true. No, no, I... I you weren't. Where were no. you trying to get?
2: I was trying to get anywhere, an art centre in, in Chiswick, I don't know. I, you know, anywhere that would take the show. My My dream is live performance, not right. recorded, because I'm really interested in the reaction of the audience, the relationship with the people who are there, whose eyes are met with mine, and whose truth I can see.
1: You can see their truth. Yes. And they can see you're dressed as a lion or fly. Yes. Yeah.
2: And how they react to me being dressed as a lion. So in that moment, I'm looking at someone dressed as a lion, and yes. they're looking at me as if, wow, you're dressed as a lion. Will I choose to believe you're a lion? And I'm saying, please believe I'm a lion. And then their eyes either say, yes, I believe you're a lion, or... What have I paid to see?
1: Right. Yeah. Fascinating. Fascinating process. Mm. Did, did anyone laugh during these shows?
2: Well, the thing is, David, that you, you create a show to do one thing and it might do another. Right. So I created it for laughter, but it seemed to create tears or, um, or astounded silence.
1: So, so in many ways, that's better art.
2: Well, in a way, because uh, what is art but something to create a reaction?
1: Yes, I, that's right. And preferably tears, but a laugh will do.
2: No, no, David. Is that I dis- not right? No, no, I disagree. I'm sure I read that somewhere. I, no, no. I, I think it's that art is uh, to reflect the world back, and and it, now That's it, a mirror. You're thinking of a mirror. Which is why I put a mirror in, it, a mirror so in that it. I would be art. Right. Art is but a mirror, and if you're not quite sure what you're doing, just use a mirror. <laughs> yeah.
1: And it probably means something.
2: Probably. Probably means. And something. I think it did mean something. Yes. Which is why I got a fringe first for that. You show. did get a
1: fringe first. Um, reverence. Yes. It, it it's been absolutely wonderful. Can I? I can I just quickly ask you some uh, questions from our uh, fans on Twitter? Is yeah, that all right? I've, 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 I've put the, the feelers out for people to ask their questions Thank in a sort of Q and A format that ignores all of you, and I, I really enjoy that. But um, just, just quickly, at um, uh, Clunky Premise uh, writes, uh, "What's your biggest fear in terms of square footage?" <laughs> What's, what's your biggest fear? I'm
2: not I'm not um, great with measurements. And if I do measure, I have to go sort of by swimming pool because that's sort of my visualization. So, so probably okay. 20, 25 meters by four lengths.
1: Right, that's your biggest fear.
2: Yeah, that's my, probably my biggest fear. Okay, I've, does I've it not manifest
1: being... as anything? Because anything that's that size will terrify you.
2: Oh, no, 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 so 25, so that's the sort of space that it has to hold. But it depends whether you're talking about a um, sort of a, a imagined fear, like loneliness. That sure. can take up any amount of space, obviously. Correct. Uh, or um, uh, over over fried chips, you know, when they're very when they're very brown, mm. that you can't uh, they don't taste like chips anymore, but you you can't really say they're burnt.
1: That's a fear, is it?
2: Yeah, because you've paid. It's, it's a middle class oh, fear, isn't it? You, you go, oh, it's kind of. Well, you, don't, really. you
1: don't wake up in a cold sweat at night thinking there might be overcooked chips outside your window.
2: No, but I'm worrying
1: at the glass.
2: But I might worry that I've bought them and paid for them, and I haven't stood up for myself. Right. That's the sort of fear that's that sort of manifests. fear that would,
1: would fill a swimming pool. <laughs> <Yes>. No, I <laughs> understand. At um, Nancy So Fancy asks, uh, what are you wearing? No, that's not. No, no, <laughs> sorry, sorry about that. I should vet them. I don't mind. All right, what are you wearing?
2: <laughs> um, well, I'm wearing a t-shirt I bought from Norway.
1: Right. Um, and Online, um, or did you go there to buy I it?
2: Went, I went to Norway, and it's from a shop called Weekday, and they said, this is where we buy all our clothes, so I went and most of the clothes were really for sort of 19-year-olds. So the only thing I could really buy was this T-shirt. So that I didn't feel too old. Right. Uh, but I still feel kind of young and cool and trendy in it.
1: So it's for nice. a Norwegian.
2: For a Norwegian. Yes. I could be Norwegian.
1: Home of the fleece.
2: Uh, when, when I got on a plane to Norway, everyone yes. was blonde. And I thought, I understand this. <laughs> Terrifying, isn't it?
1: One. Being a, well, you're blonde too.
2: That's what I mean, is I got on a plane and everyone was blonde, it's a, my, my own experience. You felt bit, like you'd gone home. I felt like I'd gone
1: home. Are you a great believer in racial purity? That's what I
2: mean. <laughs> I was terrified at that moment, David. I felt like I was in that moment. Right, yes. I was scared. Yes,
1: no, it's odd, isn't it? It is odd. Odd sensation. Yes. Odd sensation. But then
2: they started talking and I thought, no, we're
1: not no, the same. No, not the same, not the same. Uh, Ron five one one five one Ron uh, says, "Which Beatles should be the next to die?" Ringo. Ringo, great. Um, uh, at hatbox on fire says, "Do you have any recurring nightmares? For instance, I do not. Uh, do you have any?" Do you have any recurring nightmares?
2: A recurring nightmare that Ringo comes to me in my dreams and says... And
1: punishes you for saying he should die. <laughs> no,
2: no, he says, I'm going to kill Paul. And then oh. I have to put a pillow over his head.
1: And you kill and the I penultimate killed... Beatle? Yes. Wow. And,
2: and then I have to go to all those Comic-Con events and sit... Well, people have their pictures taken of me as the person who killed Ringo.
1: Would Comic-Con invite you? <laughs>
2: They're going to get desperate soon because all the people from Back to the Future will be dead soon. That's very
1: true. So they'll
2: be like, we'll get the, we'll get the lady that killed Ringo. Yeah. Especially because she owns all of his solo albums.
1: True fact. Wow. Mm. Any of them any good? One of them is quite good. <laughs> okay. Okay, at clearly not well uh, says, <laughs> if you had to, could you kill a squirrel?
2: Oh, yes. If you had to. Oh, I mean, anyone could.
1: Really?
2: Well, they're quite quick, I suppose. Actually, my husband fights with squirrels quite regularly. <laughs> he fights not, with them. He does, in our window box. Is your husband
1: an Alsatian?
2: He's not an Alsatian, but if he wanted to be one, he could be. Right, because he's Hitler. changed career so many times. Uh, but uh, they, are, they, are, they are stupid right. squirrels. So right. all you would need to do is put some kind of chicken nugget or a burger from the Hamburglar yes. into the window box. They would come along and you just hit them with a, a shoe or a nutcracker.
1: Well, on that note... Pippa Evans, thank you for letting us inside you.
2: Thank you, David, for being inside
1: <laughs> me. Pippa Evans. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Inside the Comedian with me, your host, David Reed. If you've enjoyed the show, then please help us spread the word by liking Inside the Comedian on Facebook.
3: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm.